You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your grief flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly on this podcast with Kathy. If you haven't subscribed to my podcast, subscribe on any of the podcast apps that you're on or on YouTube. I'm looking to get over a thousand uh, subscribers on YouTube and I'm up to, I think it is need like 50 more. So do me a solid and go to sub- YouTube and subscribe to my show, Strictly Anonymous Podcast on there. I love YouTube. I love putting my stuff up on YouTube because people like email me, uh, not email me, they actually comment on the episodes and we get in like a dialogue. I get in a dialogue with people. I love to hear people's opinions about the the episodes, about what's going on. I like to chime in on it, right? Uh, and I do that there. And that's what I love about YouTube. I just put my shit up there recently and it's like fun on YouTube. So subscribe over there if you want to talk to me about the episodes and get uh, talking to the people, uh, to other people about them. Also, if you want to join a forum, I started a forum on my website because I want people to talk about my episodes there too. Is that stupid? I don't know. <laughs> but you could go to strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on forum and talk there as well or sign up. Uh, I'm setting up a Patreon page. It's not ready yet, but it will be ready soon. There you'll be able to donate to my show. I'll have things that you get uh, for donating to my show. And I have a lot of interesting things that I'm thinking about that I'm going to include uh, as an incentive on my Patreon show, like extra content that you're going to be very into. So stay tuned for that. If you want to donate to my show now before that, uh, you could go, uh, there's a donate button on my website now to strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. This is a call and advice show. I say it's a call and advice show because I love to give people my advice and talk to people about their problems and pick it apart. And like I said, give them my advice. It's unprofessional. But most of the time I'm talking to people about their secret lives and their private naughty lives that they're not, they've never really told anybody because I keep it all anonymous. So if you want to call into my show, you could also go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Uh, or you could send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. I love reviews. Somebody, it's so funny. Somebody wrote me a review recently and it was like the fucking best review ever. I loved everything that this person said about my show and me. It was like spot on. I was like, I would love for this person to be like my publicist, right? And I'm like, I want to give that person a shout out, right? On my show because I love when people write of me a good review right and like get it and say nice things to me like who wouldn't fucking love that right so I'm trying and I'm like I really want to get this person's name right because it looks like he's like from India I'm thinking because I can't really pronounce name but I really want to make sure I pronounce it correctly because I don't want to be rude right that's the person from India. and I swear to God this is how fucking dumb I am I spent like so many days trying to like looking at whenever I could at his name and trying to figure out how to pronounce it <laughs> <laughs> and do me a favor. I'm not even going to fucking tell you what it is. Just go to my re- reviews on iTunes and look at the first one, the one that's titled Kathy Simply Gets It. And tell me if you could figure out how to pronounce his name and you will laugh out loud <laughs> and you see it. And I mean, the funniest part is, is that it's it took me days to figure out how to say his name. So anyway, thank you, though, to that person. I'm not going to say the name. You're going to figure it out yourself. See how long it takes you. Um, but thank you for that review. It was fucking awesome. If you could write a review for my show, write a review because I do love them. Um, what else? Hmm. Oh, if you don't want to be on my show, but you want to just call in and talk to me privately, maybe to talk about your secret live or because you want advice. That's what I mostly get private calls for. I do those too. I charge for them. But if you want to do that, also, you could go onto my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be in the show or email me strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll have you on the show. Did I talk about my Patreon? I haven't uh, put that up yet, but I'm going to. I think I said that already. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, today I have a very interesting episode. I'm not going to edit really anything out of this. Only one little thing I edited out because it was something private that he was going through that me and him had discussed on this uh, via email. But this is a guy. So I have a guy today. He's young. He wrote in. He was like, I totally fucked my aunt in quarantine or I've been fucking her. And I was like, okay, let's have you on the show. But I was thinking like maybe he's lying because I just had the other guy with the like the quote unquote incest story on. So I was like on a high alert with him. And me and him went back trying to schedule a lot, a long time. And I felt like connected to him. I wound up like liking him just because of our text messages back and forth. Right. And but I so I didn't want him to be a fucking liar. But it turned out when I get on the show on the call with him, it became very obvious to me straight from the beginning that he was lying. But I wanted to catch him and like really know for sure. And I believe that I did. It happens, I would say, midway. I don't, I'm not going to edit out the awkward silence. There's a text that he told me he got. I make him read it to me. I make him read it to me a couple times. I know you're going to be screaming at the phone or your radio or wherever you're listening to me when I, when I try to catch him in the lie the first time, because I fuck up a little bit. I don't do it in the perfect way, but don't worry. Just keep listening because a little later on, I fucking nail him. And it's like... It's kind of funny. It's kind of cringeworthy. I actually felt really bad for him because like I said, I, I liked him. I liked him while I was talking to him. I liked him when I was emailing him. I even like him. I liked him after he fucking lied to me. I should be mad, right? Because he's like wasting my time. But I think it makes for a great episode. I don't think his story was that interesting. And I think if you're going to like fucking lie about it, be like the guy last week or a couple weeks back that made it really hot. Like he made a, his story was like good. This guy's story was super boring. Um, and it wasn't true, I don't think. But, you know, I don't know. I still think it's a great episode because the fact of how I busted him you hear the whole thing go down and then you're gonna probably be like why don't you just like hang up on him or really give it to him but like I don't know I felt kind of bad for him and I wound up talking to him for a little bit after and then we call it a day but anyway you're gonna hear it right and tell me what you think about it or go to YouTube and comment on it because it's kind of fucking funny but it's also like I said you feel almost bad for him like I don't know am I the only one that feels bad for people when they get like busted blatantly lying like is it weird that I feel bad I don't know <laughs> let me write in and tell me what you think but anyway I forget what his name is I forget what I called him but I'm gonna be right back on with him Uh, hey, Billy. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm doing good. Now, remind me, I think that you're the guy that uh, sleeps with his aunt or slept with his aunt or hooks up with his aunt. <laughs> like, is that, a, is, that, is that who you are? Yeah. Okay, this yeah, is... Yeah, now, this is the thing, okay? So I, I had a guy on recently, and I'm wondering if maybe that's how you found my podcast, who said that he slept with, like his wife slept with her, his aunt, and then he slept, and then it was like his cousins, and then it was like all these people, and I'm like, I got so, it was like literally a lot of people listened to it that I'm like, are there like, like this is like a fetish that people are like really into, right? But also people were like, I call bullshit on that guy because it just sounded so fucking phony. And it was funny because at some point way later in the podcast, I started to think he was full of shit too and like brought it up. But uh, if you're full of shit, I'll figure it out just so you know, okay? Because I will be questioning you like Barbara Walters. But like, why don't you tell me your story? How, I mean, first of all, how old are you? You sound super young. I'm 23. Okay, and how um, old is your aunt? She's 47. Okay, and is it your mother's sister or your father's sister? Um, so it's actually my dad's brother's wife. Oh, okay, so she's not related to you, but she's your no, aunt. No, not blood related. That, that would be kind of, I don't think I would be able to do that. <laughs> 
Right. Well, that's um, what I was. That's what I was right. So it's your brother, your father's brother's wife. Okay, and she's forty-seven. Now, tell me how this wind. Like, how do you guys wind up in bed? There had to have been so many things that happened before you wind up in bed with her. Like, what was going down? When I was staying with them, um, just when everything happened, I, I moved out of my living situation because I had to, and then moved in with them and was, you know, continuing to go to work and just go to classes online. And it's kind of like, I think just by being in proximity with each other over, you know, a period of time, it just, like, little things started happening. Like what? Where, like, I mean, I, I was... I would check her out, and I, I always felt kind of guilty about it. But I also kind of started noticing that uh, she was just kind of kind of checking me out as well, um, and like at conversations or things like that. When you know we would talk or whatever, she would like occasionally kind of like brush my arm or you know walk in such a way where she kind of brushed by me and it just, it, it, it definitely caught my attention, but I, I didn't really think anything was actually going to happen. But like you found her like, attractive. I mean, is she hot? Uh, yeah. I mean, she takes really good care of herself and you looked at her like you wouldn't really think she was 47. Uh huh. So, I mean, yeah, I found her attractive, but, you know, part of that could have just been that, you know, no one was really, uh, I, I didn't have my regular, like, outlets for, you know, hooking up. And so, so you're saying, but like when, because listen, people are going to be listening to the pod, this podcast like a year from now, right? It, it's not sort of like a timely thing. Nobody knows, right? So you're saying like when stuff happened and I wound up with them, you're talking about quarantine. Is that when you wind up at their place? Like you, like when the whole COVID thing happened, is that why yeah. you wound up? So, okay. Why didn't you wind up with your parents? Um, my folks are divorced. Okay. They live out of state. Oh, okay. So they were um, closer. Your uncle? They were much closer. Okay. And they wound up taking you in. Now, do they have kids that are your cousins that you're close with? Or are they sing- like, do they not have kids? They don't have kids. Okay. So they said, hey, you could come over. This is your aunt and your uncle. Are, were you always like super close with them? Or were you not really that close with them? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. I mean, not really. Um, right. it, it, I think if I had been closer to them, this probably would not have happened. Who knows? But I was just wondering, because I feel like there's some aunts and uncles that I know really well and some that I don't, you know, so I was just wondering if you were like, were very close with them and remember doing stuff with them all your life. So you wind up at their house because you're quarantined, right? You don't have any place to go. You're young. You're 23. You're horny. There's not like the regular shit you could do that you could be like hooking up with girls and stuff. So now your aunt who's 47 and nowadays I think it's like people don't look their age, you know, 47 isn't like what it used to be so long ago, right? Like 47 year olds are still hot, right? She looks good. She takes care of herself. And you start to notice that she's, there's like little signs, right? But you're kind of noticing her too, right? As well. Yeah. I mean, I'm noticing her as well. And, you know, I, at first I was kind of like, oh man, you can't do that. You know, there's, it's just weird. But, 
you know, after a little while, it was just kind of like, you know, she's hot and nothing's going to happen. So, I mean, it, there's no, there's, there's nothing wrong with, with looking. Okay. And, you know, so and that's kind of how it was for maybe like a week and a half. And it just kind of felt like there was this tension building um, where like, it just, it was obvious to me that, you know, there was, there was some sort of interest on her side, but I was also kind of like worried, like, I don't want to act on anything because if there is an interest, then that's just going to blow up in my face. Right. But you said like, I mean, listen, most guys are like fucking clueless to when a girl likes them. Like girls could be so like obvious in the fact that they want to sleep with a guy. And a lot of times guys don't get those cues or those signals. Like what was she doing that made you feel like she was definitely down? Like you said, a couple times she'd brush your arm. Like, was there anything more obvious that made you think that she was, you know, interested in you that way? I mean, like every once in a while, I, I can't even remember exactly like what it would be, but like we'd be having a conversation and there'd be some sort of innuendo or like double meaning to something. And she just kind of like giggle and walk off. And like that, that was kind of, I felt like, well, it's getting, it's getting almost obvious now, but I, because of the situation was still so like panicked, I guess, which sounds stupid, but I just, I didn't want to do anything that would, that would end up going down when maybe like I misinterpreted something or whatever. And so like, I wasn't acting on anything. Um, she was the one that kind of like pushed it. Well, how did she push it? So if you're going to fast forward to like the first time you guys hook up, like what exactly happened? So I, I'm still working at this point. Um, my uncle is still working. I get home. Uh, I'm tired and I just, I want to go to bed. So I go take a shower, um, get ready to, go to sleep, take a nap in the guest room. And as I'm like getting ready, um, there's like a knock at my door. And so I open it and she's like, I need to talk to you. It's like, okay. And it was, it was just kind of like word vomit at this point where I think she was nervous too. And she was like, look, I've seen you looking at me and I know that you see me looking at you. And so we can kind of like beat around the bush or we can just do this. And I'm just kind of like sitting there with my mouth open. Like I, I mean, but I got to just tell you this. Okay. Cause I feel like other people are going to be thinking this and I'm going to give you a much harder time than I gave my last guy. Cause I'm on high alert to somebody. Uh, yeah, no uh, okay. Um, because most of the time when people hook up, they don't have like this very generic sort of conversation. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it, it's, it, it doesn't happen with like, what did you say she said to you? Like, if this is going to happen, we're going to, you know, it seems like very like, you know, talk, like it's like talked about up front, which is raising my red flag of this story being kind of bullshit. So like, I mean, she, yeah, I mean, I get where you're coming from. I'm just telling you what happened. And I don't know if it was because she thought I was skittish. Okay. And I just needed to be like, told like, hey, this is what it is. Don't make it a big deal. Um, you know, so again, I'm just telling you what happened. And okay, cool. I mean, you can. No, 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 go on. Yeah. I'm just going to I'm just telling you that's like a little red flag. So she says to you, like, listen, if this is going to happen, it should happen. Yeah, if this is going to happen, it's going to happen. Let's just do this. Um, and like I at, at that point, I was just kind of like. I was down, but I was also kind of like, this is this is not. I, I was still kind of wavering, like I, I didn't 
I wasn't fully like committed to like doing it. And she kind of got a little, a little irritated and she just like, why did you tell her? Like, I mean, why would she get, did she get irritated? I mean, what did you do that made her realize that you weren't into it? And I'm surprised at 23 that your dick didn't get immediately hard when she's like, I mean, like, look, it it did. Okay. At the same time, I'm still like dealing with the fact that this is my dad's brother's wife. Okay, so you're feeling guilty. And so what do you do that makes her get a little irritated? Like, what did you do that made her realize you were, like, rejecting her? Did you say something? I didn't ask the way that she wanted me to. Was she putting her hands on you? Was she trying to fool around with you when you pushed her away? Like, what actually happened that... She She sat in my lap. Or, like, tried to, and I kind of shifted back on the bed so she really wasn't able to. So it was more like she ended up sitting on my legs. And I started to, like, kind of say, like, I, I don't think we can, you know, do this. And at that point, she was just kind of like, are you are you shitting me? Like, I've seen you looking at me. You want this. I want this. Like, what the fuck? And... At that point, it was just kind of like knowing that someone wants you, I guess it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a aphrodisiac, I guess, or like a, a shot in the arm. And at that point, I was kind of like, well, okay. I mean, like, like I said, it's not like I wasn't hard or interested. It's just there was that guilt factor. And because she, she was just kind of like, Seriously, uh, I guess that kind of like made me go, well, like, why the hell not? I mean, at this point, you know, if if she wants me and I want her and the opportunity has now presented itself, like, I, I'd kind of be an idiot not to take it. Okay, so then what happens? Um, we start making out on the bed and clothes uh, from her start coming off. Uh, She starts putting her hand in my boxers and uh, touching me. And, like, you know, we we get fully naked and um, I went down on her. And at that point, uh, we just started fucking. Mm Mm-hmm. Where was your uncle at this time? At this time, he was at work. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have limited time because he was supposed to be back um, about an hour after this started. Mm-hmm. And so the first time was not, it, it was just kind of abbreviated. Like, it just happened. And well, abbreviate you meaning it only did you fuck the whole f- hour? How long did it last? What did you guys do? No, no, like it was maybe like after I went down on her, and then when we started fucking, it was maybe, and I don't know, maybe this is embarrassing, but it was about 10 minutes. Okay. And how did you feel right after? I felt incredibly guilty. Mm hmm. Um, she left and I just kind of was like lying there thinking like, what did I just do? And how did she feel? Um, Did you guys talk? Did she run out? Like, was it weird? It was weird because like we didn't talk. Mm -hmm. And that, that's what, what I thought was odd. It was like, normally it would be like, okay, well like this was, you know, if, if, Normally, this isn't normal, and so I think I would have thought, like, there would have been initially some sort of, this isn't going to happen again, or I don't know what, but she, like, when we finished, she just, like, got up, got her clothes, and left. Okay, and then what happens the next time you see her around the house? I mean, if you, if it lasted 10 minutes, your uncle's still not home. You guys are, like, in the house alone with each other. You just fucked. Like, do you... You hide in your room? Like, did you see her before he came home? Or, like, what what happened after that? Um, I heard her taking a shower. Mm-hmm. And, like, I kind of, like, just cleaned myself up. And 
like by that time, like his getting home was kind of imminent. So I just kind of sat in my room and I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do when I go out and I see her and I see him. Like I, I was worried that like there would be, there would be something palpable where he would know something was up. Right. And so and- I just wanted to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I can't stay in the room all day. And so like I go out into the house and he's there and like, uh, it, it was weird. It was weird because like, I just looking at him, I felt so guilty. Mm-hmm. And I think it was that like, there was something wrong. Right. Um, but given some other, other sort of circumstances in my life, I think he just chalked it up to that and left it alone. Um, and so like, you know, we just assumed like, well, there's, you know, probably other family stuff going on. So that's what it is with her. She just pretended, I guess, like nothing happened. I mean, like what else was she going to do? Right. Like we can't like let him think something's happened. And so we just have to pretend like nothing happened. Right. But you guys do it again, right? Yeah. How did that all come Uh, about? So like it's a couple days later and he's gone and it's just she and I in the house and like I'm sitting just doing some, some work and stuff like that. And she comes in and she's like, so about what happened, um, you know, like he, he can't obviously know. And so you just have to be careful. And my response was like, well, I'm not going to tell him. She's like, yeah, but we've, we've just got to be careful. And at that point I was kind of like, well, what do you mean we've got to be careful? Because at that point I just didn't think it was going to happen again. And she's like, well, if we continue to do this, um, we just have to make sure that, you know, he doesn't know. And, you know, not to get caught essentially. And I was kind of surprised because like, I thought because I felt guilty, obviously then, you know, she must feel guilty um, or like something to that effect. And there, there was no guilt or anything like on her side. It was just very cut and dry. You know, I want to have sex. Like not like saying I want to have sex just like that, but it was very much like we can continue this, but keep your mouth shut and be careful. Okay. And so, and were you down with that? Was that a good thing? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm not going to lie, like, I felt guilty, but at the same time, like, I also, you know, I'm 23, like, I wanted to, like, I want to have sex, I want to be able to do what I normally would be doing, but I can't, and so I'm like, okay, I guess I can do this. Okay, so what happens uh, the second time? The second time was right after the sort of debrief and it was just very much like the minute that we pretty much agreed we were down, it just started happening. Like we started making out. Um, I didn't go down under that and we just, we pretty much immediately just started fucking. Mm -hmm. And how was it? Like, how is she in bed? Oh, she's good. She's good. Like, I mean, that's part of the reason why I think I was still down was because like, she's, she's good in bed. Uh, I I don't want to like make it sound like she's just an object or anything like that. Um, but like it was, it was good. And so like I, I had agreed to it. I still was feeling guilt. And this wasn't like a daily thing or anything like that. This happened maybe like two or three more times. And it was every couple of days. Um, and at that point, it, 
it was almost kind of like clockwork where it would be like while he was at work, um, if there was like a larger stretch of time in the afternoon or something like that, um, you know, we would, we would fuck, but we always did it in the guest room. It was never in their room. Um, and yeah, I mean that, I don't know if that's that, it's really not that like, I guess exciting. It's just a taboo of, I guess who it was and the fact that like, it's, it's, it's not normal. It's kind of weird, but it's, yeah, I don't know. But was it exciting to you? I mean, when you say it was not that exciting, was I mean, I would think for you it was exciting. I, I don't know. Or do you think it's not exciting for it other was, people to hear? I yeah. Just, I think it's like it was exciting for me because it was taboo because she was really good. And like there was just this rush to think like, you know, in in this really odd sort of situation, there's still someone who like finds me attractive and wants to fuck. And so that was kind of like a boost. I think the reason why I think like maybe it's not exciting is it's not like I have like all sorts of crazy things that like we did in bed or anything like that, or it wasn't like yeah, you know, but I mean, like, there's got a lot of stuff that I think what I know, but I would think that there's a lot of stuff maybe that's going down because like, listen, you're all trapped in your house, right? Like your uncle, your uncle, for some reason, it's quarantine, but he's going to work, right? She's home with you. You're stuck in the house with her. You're fucking her. Okay. She's your aunt. Like, this is like kind of crazy, right? So there's got to be other. St- I mean, isn't there like. Uh, other stuff going on like that you could talk about like I think personally like I mean first of all how are you feeling about all of it are you super turned on by her because she's good in bed and like you're having great sex with her like does it why does it stop again like what what happens that it ends like how many times did you do it so I think we we did it in total like maybe five or six times um that's a lot. And like, I mean, we've only been in yeah. quarantine, you know, a couple of weeks. So like, you know, and then why did it stop? Did she freak um, out? Did I she have... ever talk about it with you after that? I mean, she gave you a little speech in the beginning. Did she ever give you any speeches after that? Other than just, you know, you, we, you need to keep your mouth shut. Like, and like, just don't fuck this up. And it, there wasn't really any like formal like closing like okay well this is done and it was fun so thanks. Um, I had some some stuff go down back at home mm-hmm. where I had to go back, and so that's kind of what ended it. And there's been like some texting back and forth where it's just kind of become clear that. You know, again, was fun, but it's run its course, and you know we're we're not going to be doing that again. Wait, you had a conversation that said that. Like, I mean, like, what was in the texts? Like, she texted you, and how, did you give her your number? Like, how did she have your number? I mean, I don't have my well, aunt's yeah, number. Like, well, I was living with them, so yeah. There's there. She has my number, and you know stuff like that, and so. But what was exchanged you know, like, in the text? You leave the house, right? So you leave the house because something goes down. You have to split, right? And do you fuck one last time before you go? Does she know you're leaving? Like, what what happens that last time? She she absolutely knows I'm leaving. We have, like, one last fuck. Mm -hmm. Um, But, again, there's there's not, like, a lot of conversation um, after. And I, I have to just get in the car and go. And so when I get uh, home, I send her a text being like, Hey, I got home, you know, thanks for this morning. And it's just kind of like, she, she asked me mostly about what was going on there. And then, um, at the end she was kind of like, well, you know, like we, we did this. And given the situation, it's what we both needed. But, you know, when you come back in the fall, um, 
you know, it's, and it was just very matter of fact. And like, I didn't really try to argue it because I kind of, what did she say when you come back in the fall? What did she say at the end of that? Like, what did she say? Well, why don't you, you know, you have your phone. Is there a way that you could actually read me the real text? I mean, yeah, I can. I'm, yeah, I'm let me get right now. It's okay. Pull over. Yeah, and I want to hear exactly what she said. Sure. I'll just edit this out when you're going. But yeah, I'd like to hear uh, exactly what she said in the email because it, it sounds like weird to me. Yeah, okay. Well, let me get her exact wording then. Yeah, yeah. Give me like, give me a second. Okay, no problem. Don't crash. No, and I don't want to get over either. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you just pull over to the side and then just look at your phone and read me that exact text that she said that she sent you. Did you pull over? Yeah, I'm just pulling into a parking lot. Okay, great. Okay. All right. Listen, uh, while it was fun, when you come back in the fall, uh, I don't think we can do this again. Um, let's see. And she continues. Um, I don't think it would be a good idea. And let's see. That's pretty much it. I mean, like, other wait, than wait, that, no, she no, read, Sorry, my thing wasn't taping. Can you read that one more time? Uh, you broke out. Yeah. When you come back in the fall, I don't think we can continue. While it was fun, uh, I just don't think it's a good idea. And then she launches back into like personal stuff about the family and kind of it just felt like it was a dismissal. And what did like, you say to her? I mean, I just, I said, I agree because like, what else am I going to do? And I was already thinking but, like, no, I don't want to read continue your text. What did your text say back to her? So after I address a family thing, I go, I agree. It was fun. Um, and I don't think it's a good idea. Right. That we continue. We'll just run the risk of getting caught. Right. And then what did she say? She's like, it's good to know that we're on the same page. And that was it. Sorry. And that was it. That was it. I mean, it felt like a dismissal, but at the same time, like as I was going home and I was out of the situation, I started to feel guilty again. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was definitely looking for a way to not do this again. Like I enjoyed it. It was fun. It, you know, like you said, it's crazy, but it's not everyday regular life and it's not a relationship. There's nothing that's going to come of it. And so it just needed to stop. Right. But let me just ask you this. When she, were you texting before this that she texted you that? Or was that the first text that she gave? Like in between your little fuck sessions, did she text you anything? Well, like while I was still with them? Yeah. No. No, there was no texting, sexting. She didn't like, I mean, how did you know those five times you guys banged? Like, how did you know it was time for business? Mostly, like, we'd been in the house alone, and it was, like I said, every couple days, and so, like, inevitably, when we would be in the same room, it would just kind of be like, hey, we've got some time, Um, you know, let's let's just go fuck. Right. There was no texting, there was no sexting, there were no, like, pictures being taken. It felt very compartmentalized, like... There was regular life, and then there was, I'm going to fuck right now. And the the two were not mixed. And so it was kind of like a head trip for me because, like, I think it was just so much, like, it, it was jarring to go from, like, sleeping with her to, like, nothing had happened to sleeping with her to nothing had happened back and forth and so that that part was kind of exhausting just because it was just like 
so much like let's just pretend like nothing's happening even though stuff's but happening that, and then when she ch- texted you how many days after you left did she text you that text i mean that was the evening of the day that i left right like I got are you still pulled over to- are you still pulled over no i'm driving oh okay because i'd have you read me that text again Um, so do you want, okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Read, pull over and read it one more time. This will prove whether you're telling the truth or not. Okay. Listen, you're either lying about the story or this is the way you tell stories. Do you know what I mean? It's, and it's like a flip of a coin. I just want to prove to my listeners this will help prove and it will write that this is a hundred percent legit when you uh read back the text again one more time okay sorry this is interesting though this will be interesting this will be interesting to be i think it's interesting (laughs) because i don't know i don't know i'm confused because listen, I think you could just be a shit storyteller because you're not really telling a good story, but it could be that you're just not good. You know what I mean? Everyone has a different way of sort of communicating, right? I'm talking to you on the phone. I mean, I'm not, I'm not good at telling stories. I'm not like right. No, story. that's what I'm. That's why I totally get that, and that could definitely be the thing. Seriously, and that's why I'm just having you read it one more time. Like seriously. Okay. That'll help me figure it out and help people that are listening too, like with detective ears like I am. <laughs> you know, other people might be like, Kathy, you're crazy. Like one, one second though. Sure. Because like, I, I am not seeing, I'm not trying like, and this is, this is what frustrates me. Like, I'm not trying to like, front and i'm not trying to like get out of stuff but i'm also trying to find a place to pull over and it's okay we have the time i could just wait a couple minutes we're only at 32 minutes and if it you know i remember you saying the story's not going to take that long we could you know cap it out but i have time because i'll edit out this moment of you You pulling over i I just like it was and come on read the text you could do the text about it Uh uh-huh but you could read the text. You can't get the text back up? Like, as I'm driving, yeah. it's so... I'm just pull just over like, one more time. That's it. I'll wait. And I'll edit out all the waiting while we're waiting, and then it'll just be like you pulled over right away. And you just read the one more text one more time. That'll totally prove your case. Yeah, okay. That's all Listen. I need. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. Sure. Don't crash. I won't, hopefully. No, please. Come on. That would be a first on my show. <laughs> Most of the time people are talking to me and they're like in a um, a parking lot. That I always find that hilarious. I know you're driving and you just need to pull over. Read that text one more time. Prove to me and to everybody that this is a real story. I don't know because it's uh, because there's uh, I'm on the fence. And I think that other people I'm a little on the fence, but I think maybe you're just this is the way you tell stories. You know what I mean? Like, you know, which I totally get. And that's why once you read the text exactly back the way that it was, then it's like for sure I know it's true and everybody else will because I think people will have different opinions of this call and I think it's interesting to have this as a part of it. I'm sorry and it's not your fault. It's like the last guy's fault that I think totally pulled my leg telling me that fucking story and I didn't get it till the end and then everyone's like, why didn't Kathy call him out on it? And now I'm on like high alert. So that's, you know, you're getting getting the brunt of it. So just read me that text one more time. I get where you're coming from. There's there's one thing that I do want to say, and like whether like, are you pulled over you yet? Yeah, I'm I'm pulling over. Okay, yeah. What were you gonna say though? Okay, Sorry. So yeah. The one thing I wanted to say because like again, I, I feel I feel bad, and I'm not like trying to BS you, but like yeah, I I don't. Oh, I feel bad. What? I don't have it anymore. Like, I just, I repeated pretty much what I thought. <laughs> oh, my God, stop. So, oh, my God. This is great. The radio, though. I'm sorry to say it. 
Well, I hate, I, you know, I almost feel bad. I almost literally feel bad for you right now. But I want to see how you get out of this. Okay, but so tell me, <laughs> tell me why you j- made up that text twice. Why did you do that? Because I felt like I knew what it said. I didn't want like to be disbelieved. And so I was like, okay, fine. This is what it said. But obviously things being as they are, um, you know, that doesn't, doesn't look good for me. So like whether you use this or whether people believe this or not. Listen, I would love, you should listen back to it. You know, I'm definitely going to use it. I think it's super interesting. I'd be curious to see how other people feel about the story is there anything else you want to add about the story like to me it's like listen a guy 23 year old living with his uncle and his aunt right she's not related all of a sudden she makes a pass at him he fucks her i feel like you know that's like a really hot story right um so a lot of people are going to listen to this and I wonder if they felt the same that I did. I was on the fence. Like I said, I, I just felt like a lot of things didn't sort of ring true. You'll listen back, I, you know, um, and then with the tax, unfortunately, <laughs> it really makes you seem like it's not true, but we'll see what other, I mean, and what's your reasoning for the tax now that you didn't have it ever? Did the tax never exist? No, the text existed. I just like deleted it afterwards because I didn't want to like have anything left that would indicate that this had even happened. Right. So you just made up the fact about um, the uh, yeah, which was essentially like we can't keep doing this. It's mm-hmm. not a good idea. Mm-hmm. I think this needs to, to end. So when you come back in the fall, we're not going to be doing this anymore. Right. All right. Now, let me ask you this. Did you were you like, did you have a girlfriend or anything like this when you were trapped with her? Like, were you cheating on anybody when you were fucking your aunt? Or was it just like a, a you were single? I was single. I wasn't seeing anyone. Um, I was seeing someone up till about December. And then that kind of fell apart. And so it's not like I was also freshly single and rebounding. Right. Mm-hmm. It was just single. I've been single for a while. Um, How do you feel about what you did now? How do you feel about it now? It's still shortly after, right? I mean, how do you feel about it? I think I just feel kind of conflicted. Like, it was good, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like, I feel guilty. You do? I do. Mm -hmm. And are you close with your uncle? You feel guilty because, like, you fucked your uncle's wife? It's not that we're that close. It's just the fact that, like, he did me a solid by letting me um, stay with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I did something that was was kind of shitty. And one more question before know, we I, go. But one more question. Yeah. Do you do you feel like if this like if the opportunity ever presented itself again that you would go there? No. You wouldn't? I don't think so. I think that, again, like, because you said people are going to be listening to this, like, in the future outside of, you know, this whole sort of disaster. Yeah. Um, I think it was a variety of factors that kind of pushed me in that direction where I was like, okay, like it's you know it's being offered i'm gonna go for it i don't even know that maybe she would have um been down if it wasn't for this i don't know and i i think that's something to where if it presented itself again speaking for me at least where i'm at right now i don't think i could do it because i just i feel guilty and now I did she ever express you know, any of her feelings about what she was doing, like while you were banging afterwards or any time during it, except for like the last time when she said, I don't think we should do this anymore. No, it, there wasn't a lot of conversation or talk about like feelings or other stuff like that. It just kind of felt like, you know, we both have this itch that we want to scratch and we're going to do that. And that's all this is. Right. There was no like 
there was no emotional <laughs> aspect to it. Mm-hmm. I think for her, like, like an emotional affair. Yeah. I think it was very much like, I'm going to do this because I have needs and, you know, that was, that was it. And I guess, I, I think that's also part of the reason why, like, I don't think I would do it again because it, it also just kind of <laughs> left me feeling, I don't know, kind of dirty. Right. And like that, you what you did was not right. Yeah, and it's just, I don't know, I I never, never thought, like, this would actually happen, or let alone, like, how I would process, you know, how I feel about it after the fact, but it did, and, you know, it is what it is, and I mean, again, like, I'm not super close to them, and so... You know, it could possibly feel worse if I was, but I'm not. They're not like strangers, but they're not family that like I'm really around all that often. Right. Okay. So listen, I will air this. I will definitely change your voice. I'm just, my last question is, does anyone else know about this story besides us? I mean, did you tell any of your guy friends or anything? Um, I do have a friend that knows. And what did he say? Um, It was kind of like, that's a fucked up. Uh, even though she's not blood related to you, that's still fucked up. And B, like, what were you thinking? Mm-hmm. He couldn't believe it. He- I think it's like, it definitely wasn't this like cliche, like awesome. You, you banged your hot aunt or whatever. It was more like a, like, what were you thinking? It was the stupidest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I will definitely yeah. change your voice so that nobody knows. Nobody will ever find out. Uh, if you ever do it again, call yeah. and let me know. And let me know what you think of that podcast after you hear it. Thanks so much yeah, for calling. Is, yeah. Uh, no problem. I mean, is this being released this Sunday or... I might, I might. I had one planned, but I might bump it for this one because I think this one's kind of interesting, I have to say. Okay, well, again, thank you for being patient and understanding with everything. And again, like, thank you for for listening. Thanks so much for calling in to the show, and I'll definitely make sure to take the stuff out that I need to, okay? All right, thank you. All right, bye. You too, bye.